0: On this episode of Reliterated, R.L. Stein gives us the story of an outcast whose parents regretted creating so much that they banished him to the top of a mountain. Then they split up, mom moved away to Chicago, and it was all his fault. Now his estranged sister, who looks nothing like him by the way, moves into town and he wants to connect. Will she embrace him or leave him in the cold? We're freezing our snowballs off with Goosebumps. Beware the snowman on Reliterated the podcast that asks the question how much pod could a podcast cast if a podcast could cast pod Welcome to Reliterated, the lowbrow book club of grown-ass adults reading the children's books popular in the 1990s but with 2020s hindsight. Fair warning, we use language too mature for kids, analysis too immature for literary scholars, and ignorance too profound to be inoffensive to everyone. We also talk about our books in-depth and great detail but that means that we're going to be spoiling some things and sometimes books have really big twists that may be ruined by listening to this podcast so like
1: M. Night Shyamalan twists
0: uh, oh I don't know about that caliber <laughs> <laughs> sometimes but yeah uh, uh, go read Goosebumps Beware the Snowman you know take, a, take an hour and a half like Harold did and
2: Hour and 10 minutes.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Come back, listen to the podcast. We'll wait. (laughs) My name's Andy. I'm Harold.
1: And I'm Josh.
0: And as I just said, we are doing Goosebumps number 51. Beware, comma, the snowman. And I have, yeah, I have a, uh, I have issue with that comma there, boys. Yeah. Like, is the snowman's name beware? It doesn't say so in the book. Beware.
1: The snowman. (laughs) If anything, it should be the three
0: dots. Maybe, if anything. Like, beware! Pause.
2: The snowman! That is called an ellipsis, and it means that there's more to come. And I know that. I know what's it's
1: called, but we're lowbrow. We're lowbrow, Harold.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see, it's funny because, I mean, I'm sure I was told that a long time ago, but I lost that knowledge at some point that it's called an ellipsis, and my eight-year-old when he was seven actually i was reading a book to him and he saw that and he goes do you know what those dots are and i was like it's three periods he goes it's called an ellipses and it means there's more to the story and i was like oh, <laughs> ho, ho, wow yeah, nice i gave him five nice. for that one
1: <laughs> that's excellent yeah teaching them that's good at that great. school yeah
0: mm-hmm. i gotta try this school thing they're doing man yeah, that'd be cool that's nice
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is uh this is one of the uh rarities where i i actually got the physical copy of the book on this one um i yep. had
0: i read my uh my physical copy that i've owned since first released back in the day
2: nice I uh I've been actually buying them from ThriftBooks.com because uh you Andy had mentioned having like all the books we've done and now I want to build like a case to put the books we've done in uh mm. because I think that's actually kind of a cool little memorabilia uh so I decided to stop getting the digital copies from Amazon. And instead use thrift books to get the physical copies, because it is nice to read a book, I will say. It feels a mm-hmm. lot better to, to hold it, and you can fold the page over, and yeah,
0: I don't know. You can go and take it out in public and be seen, and have people comment on it, and spread the word about the podcast.
2: Right, Yeah. <laughs> yeah, or question why the hell a near 40 year old man is reading a children's book. <laughs> why where the,
0: where the fuck is a middle-aged dude reading Goosebumps out in public?
2: He, he looks like he's actually enjoying reading
0: that right now. <laughs> Very serious look on his face.
2: Nothing wrong with enjoying
1: Goosebumps at, at our age. It's still, still fun. Maybe not this one, but they're still fun.
2: <laughs> I love the tagline for this book. He's got a heart of cold. <laughs> he's got a heart of cold. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: Do you think, like, if it were released today, that it'd be some sort of Frozen reference? Like, so you want to build a snowman? Or do you it like might be. I mean, that
2: would, <laughs> that would make sense. I'm actually surprised that uh, at the end of this book, it was like, hey, read up on the next book, My Hairiest Adventure, and I was like, I don't remember reading this one, and I know that I owned My Hairiest Adventures, so I don't know how I missed this book somewhere in there, or or maybe I did have it, but I, I did not remember this story at all.
0: Mm-mm. Well, before we get into this particular story, let's get into our recurring segment every time we do a Goosebumps book. We're going with a Steinwatch.
1: Steinwatch. <laughs>
2: Steinwatch.
1: What is
0: Mr. Stein? What is...
2: recto lichtenstein doing
0: right now (laughs) well today uh randolph uh lexington stein um he responded to a fellow podcaster requesting an interview to his podcast, and he actually said, thanks for thinking of me, but I'm not doing podcasts now. So that dashes our hopes just a little bit of getting him on our show.
2: Just a little bit. That's okay. It's
0: it's just a not now. Just for now. Yeah. Not yet. We could. We could get him. It's not, no, it's
2: not yet. It's
1: not impossible. <laughs> but we also don't have ten to
2: $20,000. I know. That's yes. why I'm trying to convince you to get a small personal loan, Josh.
1: Again, if I was even... <laughs> (laughs) confident from your own savings account system in that way shape or form (laughs) i don't think (laughs) they would let me have that amount of money things as I tried a few years ago and they would not let me have that amount of money so
0: (laughs) look at the anti-capitalist grubbing Mm. money
1: I was trying to purchase a home and it didn't work out
2: so Uh, which is wild because you've always been really good with money I can't believe that you were unable to do that and me like I'm about positive I could get a loan for a house right around here at least but I live in Michigan which you know yeah, It's slowly but surely turning into California prices. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. California's a little tougher market. Yeah,
1: prices here are quite high. And so, yeah, I, I was unable to. And so now, um, speaking of you guys getting the physical code books, I'm still getting the digital uh, library copies because I don't have that much space. And even books take up space. So <laughs> I have some. Yeah, for but- sure they do. Uh, sure, right. Yeah, I I I'm not going to be collecting these anytime soon, especially something like this, which I'm glad I don't own so
0: well once a year you can come by and uh
2: appreciate our collections
1: yeah twice <laughs> and, a year
2: and you will have a solid <laughs> copy of uh simon's quest the next world of power book that we're yeah, gonna do because i excited. did i was yes. capable of snagging one of those from thrift books thank you i was
1: going to get us. it but then you were like i grabbed it just in case and i was like okay <laughs> I'm
2: i didn't all right want with to disappear
0: so. I think Matt is the only one who hasn't so far. So Maddie Ice, get on that shit. And Hell yeah.
1: Isn't Maddie Ice the one I, that was all like, Oh, I love Castlevania?
0: That's Mark. <laughs> oh. Mark is the, the big Castlevania fan. So oh, he yeah. grabbed his the youngster. One of the price youngster. Matt's the youngster, yeah. that's right. Yep, Matt's younger. Yep. Yeah. There we are. And that's Steinwatch. So yeah. Also we found out <laughs> we did
2: find out. <laughs> wait, wait. Yeah, what the hell? What's Stein doing other than not coming on
0: podcast?
1: Was that all the Stein watch? Uh, Well, he does have a Disney Plus series that will be coming out soon. Uh, So check that out. I read a interview from 2021? That was a good good interview with him. They apparently paid the the the, the fee, and
0: <laughs> that's his public speaking fee. By the way, that we've managed to dig dig up recently
1: yeah, <laughs> that we keep re-
0: referring to. <laughs> he charges ten thousand to twenty thousand for a speaking engagement, and doesn't do podcasts. Like apparently, apparently he turned down the Nerdist podcast too.
1: Yeah, he turned down the Nerdist podcast.
0: So, yeah, so we just got to get bigger than the Nerdist.
2: Well, okay, listen. So we got to get <laughs> so- Joe Rogan. So, like, 15 oh, minutes of his time would be, like, $5,000. I think we can get that worked <laughs> up, guys. It's tax he, he, season.
0: He prorates.
2: <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, Anyways. That's, that's what Arnold right.
0: Stein's doing, eh?
1: Yeah. Not not a whole lot, but he is from Ohio, so.
0: Mm, mm, yeah. Yeah. So that fact, <laughs> combined with uh, the quality of this the story we're doing today, is, uh, he's dropped a couple rungs on, on
2: my steam ladder. <laughs> i've got a lot of good memories of goosebumps
1: yeah we're just we're just making fun ohio people Yo. we do love you <laughs> just not as much as everybody else uh, <laughs> we're from michigan we can't help it it's in our blood
2: yeah we're not allowed to it's an unwritten rule yep it's you know, funny they don't
1: and these guys don't even watch sports ball And they have that
2: hatred, so.
0: I watch sports ball sometimes.
2: I thought that we didn't like Ohio because of the smell that's always wafting up here. (laughs) Uh, Toledo. That too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that too.
1: Hey, they have Cedar Point,
2: though so barely yeah but know. it's technically i mean we should just go in there and like take over annex cedar point, cedar and point. Just ha- yeah annex cedar <laughs> point yes, we're gonna annex C-
0: cedar point yep that little peninsula there that's ours
2: just build a straight road right through from michigan to cedar point
0: <laughs> cedar point is the crimea of ohio <laughs> and michigan is the russia
1: oh no no andy no, do not no, acquaint no, us no, with no, russia
0: do
2: not. never mind they can keep cedar point
0: oh man anyways <laughs> let's talk about goosebumps beware the snowman
2: you know it's it's funny when i open this book to read it i uh on my cover Somebody wrote inside of it. And uh, you would think like it would be like some note about the book or or something else, right? But instead, what's written in here is noon, get on, pool, kitchen, living room, bathroom, laundry room, bedroom, master bed, bath, dining room, garden. <laughs> like this person literally used this book to write down some quick notes.
0: Some sort them. of honeydew list or yeah, something? Yeah, it was like a yeah. to do list. <laughs> Interesting.
2: We need to I get like, on that. And there's also some kind of gum on the last few pages. It's like stuck uh. it all together. Yeah.
1: Oh, very glad I have <laughs> the, the digital. book's inversion. got history.
2: <laughs> I tried the gum. It's not very good anymore.
0: <laughs> oh man, yeah, they lose their flavor like really quickly. <laughs> right? After a few years.
1: Maybe it was Fruit Stripes, so it was gone <laughs> after a second anyway. Immediately. <laughs>
0: All right, so what's uh, what's the s- bobs your uncle yeah. summary, summary of beware about? the All snowman?
2: Right. The bobs your uncle summary of beware the snowman. So a young girl named Jacqueline. I'm going to go with. Uh, I did read her as Jocelyn for half the book, and then realized that maybe it's Jacqueline. And uh, anyhow, Jacqueline and her aunt Greta move from their apartment in Chicago to a unspecified very north town, uh, north so far that it's within the Arctic Circle. And it's a village, actually, a very small village. Uh, she, The school is like a one-room schoolhouse. She's not even sure there's kids there. She does end up meeting two kids. Uh, it's snowing all the time, but all around this town, there are snowmen. Uh, each of the snowmen looks exactly the same. It's got a red scarf. It's got one hand up, one tree branch hand up, and the other tree branch is kind of out to the side. And it has a scar on, on its face. And each of the houses has the snowman in their yard. She thinks this uh, this is odd, but uh, as she's going out to explore the village, she's heading up to the top of this mountain that's near the village, and she runs across this cabin, and she goes up, and uh, I, I don't know what it is about girls' and children's books, but she decides to break and enter into this guy's house. <laughs> I noticed and, uh, that, too. <laughs> she she, she kind of knocks on the door. No one answers, so she you know tries the handle, because that's normal, to try the handle on someone else's house, and she walks in, and she's greeted by a white wolf. Um, the white wolf is growling at her, and then a, a old man with gray hair and a gray beard wearing a uh, Canadian tuxedo comes and yells at her and is asking her what she's doing there and stuff, and she's freaking out. She says she's going to the top of the mountain. He says, you can't go to the top of the mountain. You go up to the top of the mountain, you'll never come back. And she's like, I'm going to do what I want. And she goes outside, and she goes to run up there, and he kind of chases her away, and she ends up running home. The wolf chases her all the way home. So she's really interested in the top of this mountain at this point. Now, there's this poem that her mom told her when she was a little girl. uh, Something about the cold and the snowman coming and uh it's just really bugging her that this guy said she can't go to the mountain this makes her want to go to the mountain so she starts asking her aunt greta about it and her aunt greta's like ah it's just a superstition and then she talks to these other two little kids and they're like oh no there's a snowman up there and these two sorcerers turned it into a snowman and and if we go up there it'll take you or it'll come down to the town and and get us and She's like, whatever, the guys are full of crap. So then she uh, goes up the mountain eventually. She gets them to, to distract that man, and uh, she goes up to the top of the mountain, and pfft, no shit, there's a fucking snowman, giant snowman in there. And the snowman tells her that he's her father, and that her mom and her aunt were the sorceresses, and they turned him into a snowman on accident, And then when they couldn't turn him back, they decided to run and take her with them. So he says he can't tell her how to change him back, but he can give her a hint and he tells her the the first part of that poem because there were two verses. And she realizes, oh, I just got to read the second verse. Uh, Her aunt comes up the mountain because she knows she's up there and tries to stop her. And it's a back and forth between the snowman and her aunt where her aunt's like, I'm not a sorceress. And the snowman's like, she's definitely a fucking sorceress. And then her aunt's like, oh, my God, he's an evil monster. And she's kind of like, yeah, of course, because you don't want me to have my dad. So she ends up getting a hold of the book that her aunt conveniently brought up with her for some reason. And, uh, after like multiple should have lost the page, uh, situations, she is able to recite the last verse and no shit, it's a red scaly demon monster with like a bull head and purple tongue. And, uh, then the guy comes up the mountain with some, all the snowmen, they like march up and they push him into the ice wall and there you go, it's defeated and, uh, Turns out that the gray haired dude is her dad the whole time. Bob's your uncle. Beware the snowman.
0: <laughs> I think you've done
2: better. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've done better too. I read, just read it today. There was that. So was a lot the issue.
1: You had too much information. Yeah, I don't know. You need to lose some of it.
0: You need to savor this information.
1: <laughs> Realize what you can leave out and what you can keep in. But uh, yes, that was a good good sum up. <laughs> More or
2: less. It. Yeah. I mean, that's that's the summary of the story. That's, that's what happened. <laughs> I actually had to like add a little in there because I was like, man, this is, I could end this real quick. <laughs> like, yeah. it could have just been, uh, they moved to this town. Uh, she goes up on the mountain. Snowman says it's her dad. That's not her dad. The old man's her dad. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And uh, I still wouldn't have (laughs) been able to glean the uh, the plot of the book from... Now, in your defense, this is a very... I don't know. (sighs) This is not one of his better books, for sure. No, no. I'm going to say that. And it's not a very straightforward kind of plot. And you try to... Withhold information and be roundabout and uh, revealing who like who the old man is and the whole mystery that uh, Jacqueline's, Jocelyn, whatever her aunt Greta was trying to keep from her. So,
1: yeah, I I summed up my I, I summed up my thoughts earlier when I read it before everybody else, and I was like, it's a bad M Night Shyamalan film. That's what it reminds me of. Like there's a twist, but it doesn't really have anything to do with the actual story. And there were
2: multiple twists, though.
1: And yeah, because yeah, multiple twists, and so it just
0: that. Wait a second! When the snowman told Jacqueline that he's her father, oh, I, she screams, I was Star Wars "No!" It. Oh
2: yeah, Immediately <laughs> that's Star impossible. Yep,
0: <laughs> a very direct homage to
2: Empire Strikes Back. Yes, very much. That's what I thought as well which is why it's empire the worst one.
1: No, it's the best one. Uh, no,
2: everybody that's what says it means. so. <laughs> everybody
0: says so, I guess. I don't know.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I put in my notes that's what ch- says. under chapter 26. It's insert Skywalker no. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, um this this town Sherpia uh, it's just in the Arctic Circle, as though, like, Arctic Circle is a country. It gave me kind of, like, Scandinavian vibes, maybe. Well, uh, for me, I thought Canada. it was
1: more northern Canada.
0: It was probably... Yeah, yeah. you know, it's probably Canada, because they moved there in a van from yeah. Chicago. So
1: so I was thinking yeah, northern yeah, how, Canada how are they gonna or Alaska. How to get to
0: fucking... Norway. Yeah. Yeah. But with everybody so light-haired and stuff, I I don't know, I got some Scandinavia vibes, old mountainous uh, village.
1: Well, the two the brother and sister had straight black hair.
0: Right. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. Hm.
1: But they had blue eyes I and I was like details. that's not an Inuit trait. <laughs> you know,
2: and I thought I thought what was kind of interesting was the name of that town, Sherpia, like Mhm. trying to play off Sherpa, I'm guessing. Like right. The, Which the is like a Nepal,
0: Nepal, Mount Everest. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Like a Sherpa is a uh, mountain guide. So it has like every mountain uh cult- culture kind of mixed into this nondescript mountain village. Yeah. In the middle of nowhere in the Arctic Circle.
1: So the book starts with the poem, which is when the snow blows wild and the days day grows old, beware the snowman, my child, beware the snowman, he brings the cold. And that's the first part of a poem that she remembers from her childhood when they
2: arrive. When she was five. She's 12 in this book. Yeah. So when she was five before her mother died, she remembered this story or this poem. And it kind of just came to her as soon as they got to this town, which, I mean, she couldn't figure out why, but I'm like, I don't know, there's a bunch of snowmen everywhere and it's freezing cold.
1: Yeah, kind you of know. makes sense. I I feel like that would pop in my mind.
0: Did you get the kind of idea that this was more of a spell book than a, than a poetry book? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. When she finished the poem, when she read it off the page, which I don't know why Aunt Greta brought the book with her. Maybe because it was a spell book, and she was there to uh, kind of renew the spell. Apparently, after ten years, the spell starts to wear off. But she doesn't have and that any would have magic. Meant freedom for the for the snowman. She, no, she was a sorcerer. No, sorcerer she too. wasn't. Nope. She Aunt wasn't. Aunt Greta was, she had no. zero magic. I thought I thought that Conrad said that the sorcerers were the three of them like they were no, all three no. sorcerers it was no, just
1: conrad mm. and uh jacqueline's mom
0: you're believing big mom, snowman's lies has no yeah. name <laughs> don't believe the lies of big snowman yeah <laughs> okay i got it i found it at page 109 i have no magic your mother and father were sorcerers but not me so why did she bring the spell book because she, she didn't had- want jacqueline to read it she
2: said she had figured out a way to trap the monster forever.
0: My theory, oh,
2: from the book.
1: My theory is that she <sighs> was going to use uh, Jacqueline because I believe Jacqueline had magic endued from her parents, and that's why she mm. was able to break the spell in the first place. Otherwise, yeah, I that it didn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah,
2: because <laughs> otherwise, <all>. being <laughs> being magic wouldn't really matter if you can just read the words from the spell book and they work. Uh huh. They gave no inclination that Jacqueline
0: was like a sorceress in 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 the making, like a like a Harry Potter before
2: Harry Potter was Harry Potter. You know? No, they didn't. They didn't have. There was no point in the book where she did something where she was like, "Oh, how did that happen?" Which you'd think that you'd want to have her talking about some. I don't know, some odd occurrences that had happened by her, and she was like, oh man, I don't know what's wrong with me, but if that never happened. He, she was just suddenly able to read the second verse and break the curse of the monster being a snowman.
1: Yeah, like in a bad M. Night Shyamalan right.
2: movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which M. Night Shyamalan movie would that
2: be?
1: <laughs> I mean, The Happening was pretty bad. Uh, what other really- Go
2: back and watch them. They're not all that great. Oh, no. <laughs>
1: Again, the only wanna. good ones really are Sixth Sense, if you not if you don't know the twist. Uh, Unbreakable is probably my favorite one. I haven't seen Glass, so I don't know.
2: I like The Village. <laughs> I actually like The Village. I thought that was an interesting story, and the twist in that one was pretty cool. You know what I don't like about M. Night Shyamalan, though, is that the twist became... Like, everything he did had to have a twist, so... That became a signature. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You were watching his movies, and it wasn't like when you watched *The Sixth Sense* the first time, and you were like, "What the fuck?" It was every movie you watched with him. You're like, "What's the twist?" It's a twist. You know, <laughs> What's twist? What a
1: twist! Yeah, i <laughs> I like *Devil*. That's that that one I really liked. It all takes place in an elevator, which is super crazy. But yeah, it's just they're hit or miss, and mm-hmm. it's. Sometimes he knocks him out of the park. Other times, you end up with uh, the last Airbender.
2: (laughs) Yeah, so I I totally get, I totally get where Josh is coming from, saying that it's like a, a bad M Night Shyamalan book. I mean, the twist to me was the fact that she gets up there and turns out, oh my God, the snowman is your dad. You know, and I. I wasn't sure what to believe even. I I will say that I was like, I don't know, man. Maybe the snowman is her dad. I I was with her for a while there. I was like you know, maybe Aunt Greta, because Aunt Greta was being sneaky about stuff. She she didn't want to tell her what was going on. She was telling her it's all superstition. You know, they moved to this town for no reason. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I was kind of with her on that, And but then as it went on and her aunt was, like, so serious, like, no, that's not your father, he's a monster. I'm like, I don't know, man, maybe maybe hear her out a little bit here, and it, you know, turns out to be some kind of why? Oh yeah, because they they summoned this monster on accident.
0: Yeah, they summoned the monster by accident, turned it into a snowman. Yep, and trapped it on the top of the mountain in the yep. ice cave. Yeah, and ten years later, actually, it seven years later. Ten. I mean, Jack, she was two Jacqueline when her is dad, Seven years later, her dad disappeared when, when she
2: was two, and her mom moved them to Chicago. Yeah,
1: he went to go get smokes, and yep. <sighs> so i
2: he
0: really just stayed behind in the in the village to make sure the monster stayed at bay
1: yeah and i read this twice because i was doing the notes and when you read through it on the second read-through there's a lot of holes in the snowman story so it's yeah because it's well, i put my notes uh he was changed into a snowman by accident by jacqueline's mom who was a sorceress But the spell fades after 10 years, so her aunt came back to renew the spell because she wanted to keep it a secret and keep Jacqueline, uh, for some reason. (laughs) And the snowman can't tell her how to save him or the curse will be strengthened, but he can give a hint? So uh, that whole story is just like, uh, it's pretty suspect the second time you read through it, you're like, okay, yeah, that, <laughs> that story doesn't well, make a lot of he, sense.
2: And then the hint that he gives her is literally the first part of the spell. I can't tell you how to do this, but I can tell you the part of the spell I know.
1: <laughs> yeah. And the thing that really got me the second read through was with her aunt's reaction to hearing Jacqueline say, that's my father. Cause her aunt, it says that my aunt's face twisted in surprise. And to me, you wouldn't have that natural, natural surprise reaction unless it was like something super out of left field. And so that, that I was like, okay, yeah, she like, are you, are you fucking kidding me?
2: The snowman <laughs> told
1: her that?
2: Nah. Just <laughs> That's just stupid. You fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> It's
1: sorry we jumped to the end, but there's not much in this book other than the end. So
2: right, the end
0: is the big part of the book, and it's base the whole book kind of uh, invests in this ending or whatever. But uh, what I was confused by was every house in the village had a snowman built in front of it, apparently for protection from uh, the big evil monster. And they all looked the same. They all had a scar. Uh, on its on its face, they all had like a mean looking grimace on with a red scarf. That's gonna be, spend a whole lot on scarves in that in that town. I tell you
2: what, or it sounds like somebody there knitting. I'll tell you what, <laughs> somebody there knits and sells scarves. <laughs> mm, yes, probably Conrad. Yeah.
1: <laughs> big scarf owns that town. That's what it is. <laughs>
0: Was, I guess, the purpose of everybody having a snowman ward or whatever in their house is so that Conrad could, like, summon the snowman army to uh, fight the monster in 10 years or whatever? I would say that's why. It's I'm It's sure confusing.
2: I'm pretty sure that it would be that he was the one who started the idea so that when this all came to fruition, he would have an army of snowmen to be able to come up. Which, by the way, this town is so, this village, rather, is so small, yet there are enough snowmen to have an army of snowmen. I'm thinking, like, <laughs> wouldn't there only be, like, 10 or 15 snowmen max? Maybe, yeah, I don't know.
1: And multiple snowmen in a yard.
2: I thought for sure that the kids were going to end up being something. Oh, and there is a point where her aunt um goes and has a threesome with a with a nice couple in the town, too.
0: <laughs> you notice <laughs> that, too? Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yep. I mean, you got to get some. It's not Chicago <laughs> anymore.
2: Nope. And I
1: mean, we all know she went back to hook up with Conrad, so.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, she tells her she uh, at one point, Jacqueline comes back to the house and her aunt is is not there, and she goes into her aunt's room, and there's a big puddle of cold water on the floor, or some liquid substance, and her aunt finally comes in and goes, oh, I met this nice couple, and I went over to have dessert and coffee at their house. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows <laughs> yes. about the hot coffee mod. Dessert and <laughs> coffee. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I don't think she was there for Conrad. She was surprised that Conrad was still alive. She was at the end of the book when he revealed his identity.
1: Well, she she went back to see if he was still there. That's why they moved back. Uh,
0: That's literally yeah, in the kid. book. <laughs> I don't really know why, I don't know where in the book, because it's very un- unclear whether she went to, like, it was, she said it was time uh, to move to Sherpia.
1: Yeah, but, uh, yeah, it turns out Conrad is her father, her aunt moved back, hoping he still lived here. There you go.
0: Hoping he still lived here. Yeah. Okay. So
1: it was just a guess.
2: <laughs> yeah, he had a decided big to guess to
1: fucking move all the way up there. <laughs> uh-huh. From living, what they said, they lived in a shore apartment in Chicago. Fuck, do you know how much those things cost?
2: <laughs> her her grandma, or her aunt, clearly is independently wealthy, though, because I don't know where she was planning on getting a job in this village. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, they kind of gloss over the kind of uh, important logistics like that. Mm-hmm. We don't need money. <laughs> We have snow. We got snow everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and these crazy snowmen. The
0: snowmen will protect us, yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: Uh, the wolf is pretty cool. I like the wolf. Wolf, I don't the like wolf, his name. Wolf-bane, Wolfsbane. Wolfsbane. I guess that's Wolfsbane. the only Yeah, clue. the wolf
0: is Wolfsbane.
1: <laughs> I guess that's your clue that he's a sorcerer because Wolfsbane is used in spells, I guess, sometimes.
0: Yeah, but isn't it called Wolfsbane because it's like poisonous to wolves?
1: I don't know. I didn't. Like do why would a wolf research? be named
0: Wolfsbane? That's like that's like a human, a person being named Cyanide. <laughs> <laughs> this is my son, Poison,
2: <laughs>
0: <A> human killer. <laughs> Poison human killer. <laughs> Poison human killer. Smith. Poison human killer. Smith. Smith. <laughs> yep. And his and his wolf, Wolfsbane. <laughs> uh, so, what else can we say about this book?
2: Yeah. There's not a ton. I mean, it was like I say, when I was reading, it was, I'm going to go ahead and say it, even though I hate the, hate the idea of it, but this book was mostly filler. I mean, it really was. I feel like,
0: yeah, I feel like he'd like, it was just written to be the next book in the series. And yeah, I found it, uh, does it seem strange to be a book like that? It's a book about sorcerers. In in Goosebumps,
1: but it's not. It's just there's sorcerers in it, kind of.
0: I mean, it's it's it involves sorcerers and sorcery, but the typical kind of Goosebumps book is just monsters that are or um paranormal, <coughs> paranormal stuff, uh, uh afterlife stuff, dead dead things, zombies, whatever, uh,
2: goop <laughs> monsters that live under your sink. <laughs> <laughs> Ch- chapter 10 is literally her not being able to sleep, sneaking out of the house, making it a little ways down the road, turning around and going back because she was scared of the shadows of the snowmen everywhere. That whole, that, <laughs> all, it's only like two and a half pages long, but the whole chapter yeah. is just about that.
0: There are 33 chapters in the book, and you could very easily have like, Three chapters, maybe? <laughs> yep. Like, <laughs> these are regular chapters split up into, like, it's a chapter every couple paragraphs. This is just really lazy Stein. He even pulls yeah. a
1: rant. He pulls a <laughs> rant. Because he explains <laughs> he how Jonathan to build a Rand. snowman.
0: In chapter 21, with <laughs> he <laughs> does. explains
1: how to make a snowman.
0: 97. <sighs> it was published in 1997.
1: <sighs> yeah. It's not a good book. <laughs> it's just not. I'm sorry, Arl Stein. You've yeah. had some good ones, but this, this is, is a stinker. A, yep. This one yeah, sucks. Yeah, this one
2: was a stinker
0: for sure. This episode it stands for rare letdown, Stein. <laughs> rare letdown,
2: Stein. Yeah, yep. really.
1: <laughs> I mean, a I giant mean, snowman could be terrifying, but it's just not in the right. It's not in the right story.
2: I feel like it's the weird. the monster at the end was legitimately creepy. Like yeah,
1: I like that, that description.
2: Yeah, but it just it didn't fit. It? It, it was described as having red scaly skin with a purple tongue coming out of its bull-shaped head, like bull as in the animal. And so I'm guessing with horns and stuff like that coming out of it. And it was huge, had massive arms. It was big enough arms that it was able to pick up each of them in its hands. It grabbed her and it grabbed her aunt. And then it was going to drop them off the side of the mountain. I mean, that at that point. Like all of that was pretty cool. And that's why we're, that's why we're so focused on the end because f- for this whole book, it all comes down to the end. It wasn't, it, there was no, the the journey, there wasn't. Uh, it, there was no real excitement. Yeah. There was, the, you know, oh, the big, be- it's not about the beginning or the end. It's about the journey. No, the journey was fucking trash. The end was <laughs> the pretty The journey decent. was
0: wondering why she couldn't go to the top of the mountain. Yeah. I mean, the most exciting thing that happened before that was the wolf chasing her. Yeah. I mean, And then it just stopped
2: after a certain point. If my kid came to me and told me they were going to walk up to the top of the mountain to go to the ice cave, I'd be like, you're not going to do that. And they're going to be like, why? And I'd say, because it's a fucking mountain and it's an ice cave and you're 12 and you're not going to walk up there by <laughs> yourself. Go to your room. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what I would say. like she's all like oh no like she's trying to hold her back from it like it would be okay but in this scenario he's like no it's not okay they're 12 years old you can't let them walk up to an ice cave at the top of a mountain that's fucking insane So I would want
1: to see the ice cave. It sounded like it was sure. pretty cool looking.
2: Sure. But like, I'd be like, hey, can I, can somebody come with me to go up to this yeah. ice cave so we can check it out? Not,
1: nah, I'm, I'm heading use, up there on my own. I'm going to take my proper climbing equipment because it seems like it's pretty precarious. There's a freaking ledge. <laughs>
2: probably be best to take some kind of fire starter and, you know, a little bit of food just in case. Make yeah. sure we're bundled up.
0: Except everybody in the village was aware that there was some supernatural danger
2: up there, including her aunt Greta. Right,
1: most of them left. So, but
2: instead, instead, they all are trying to deny at first, like the aunt is completely trying to deny the supernatural danger, even though she knows it's up there. I mean, it seems to me like the better thing to do would say, be to say, Hey, so there's a fucking demon monster up there that your, your mom and your dad turned into a snowman and we need to, you know, I need to go up there and fucking shut that shit down. So, uh, don't go up there because it's a demon monster. Because then you you don't have to worry about the other part of it. And and then, you know, Jacqueline would have been fully within her right to go, why the fuck did you bring me up here with you for this demon monster fight?
1: (laughs) Yeah, she could have just flown up there. She could have left her right, and how, at home in Chicago and right. been perfectly fine. She's 12. She leave knew, her with some friends. <laughs> she knew that she had her book
2: and she was just going to go up there and extend the spell. I mean, is that necessary to upend your entire life and move to this town? It, you know that the snowman thing is up in the ice cave. So it's not even like you have to go on a journey to try and find the fucking thing. You know it's there. So... <laughs> you you sold your apartment or you left your apartment, you bought this one bedroom house with an attic room for for your, your ward, and you're going to fucking, like, that doesn't make any sense.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, did the attic room bring back some bad memories, Harold? <laughs>
2: you know, I didn't even really think about it until I saw your note that talked about my old room where I lived up in the attic room. Yep. I didn't mind that so much. It was a nice room to have with a 27-inch TV, because it felt like the TV was plenty of size for me.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's true. And when you were up there, you you did feel
2: <laughs> a
1: little confined sometimes. Mm-hmm. But no, we had some good times hanging out with there, yeah.
2: smoking cigarettes,
1: <laughs> yeah. smoking
2: cigarettes up in my attic room
1: <laughs> with no ventilation whatsoever.
2: There was a window. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's true, <laughs>
2: but even with a fan in it, it didn't really get Too any much, moving yeah. air. Oh, those was a rough time. <laughs> well, and you know, I, that's the other part. It's like her aunt's like, "Why don't you go for a walk? Like, where the fuck is she gonna go? Of course, she's gonna want to go to this ice cave. Yeah, the mountain. That's the only cool thing around. And she was really easily able to to get those kids that were so scared and didn't want her to go up on the fucking mountain. To go, All she had to do was say, hey, I'll help you build the snowman to ward the snowman from my house if you trick that Conrad guy and let me get past him. Like, they were already doing her a favor. They were doing her a solid by even building the fucking... Like, hey, we give a shit, okay? We know you don't believe in the snowman, but we are going to build the snowman to ward him off, right? And she's like, okay, so... I'll help you do this thing for me, but then I may need you to do something for me. (laughs) (laughs) Master manipulator. Fuck yeah, dude. I mean, these kids live in a snow village up in the Arctic circle. They're probably not the swiftest.
1: (laughs) Here's another minor issue I had. They all have carrot noses. If they're up in the middle of, like the arctic circle. I don't see them getting regular shipments of of, you know, supplies to their local
0: grocery store. <laughs> I think they just buy carrots and
2: uh, and scarves in bulk.
1: Yeah, apparently. Well, and here's the a-
2: other thing. Like every one of the twig arms had three twigs at the end of it to look like fingers. Like, man, they found some really good sticks. I've I've built snowmen before and it's pretty hard to find the right sticks to make a good hand, you know? And on top of that, the carrot, okay, so they all have carrot noses, like you said, but does it never get a little bit warmer there? I I wonder how long are these carrots... I know it's cold, freezing even, but even a frozen carrot, like, how long is that thing going to last if it warms up in the sun, you know? Because, I mean... The sun shines, and if the carrots sticking out, I—I I mean, I feel like these carrots would wilt eventually, and these these snowmen would have like droopy noses, <laughs> possibly moldy droopy noses. And is it ever
0: explained why the snowmen all have the same scar? It's, like, just, it's just to a- look like the, look the, snowman snowman had like a scar? the yeah, the yeah. big snowman had a scar. Yeah, they all just look like big the big snowman, snowman had a scar. Yeah. Okay, and it, okay.
1: I do not like how it ended on a terrible joke.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> the snowmen are like, "Can we go back down now? It's cold up here." Yeah. Waka waka, you're <laughs> fucking snowman. You'd want yeah. it colder
1: because that way it ensures yeah. that your life
0: is sustained.
2: It increases your life expectancy. I expected to turn the page and find like a little bit of ending, like where. Aunt Greta and Dad and and Jacqueline all moved back to Chicago together and and mm-hmm. they were all able to live. And then maybe even like they came back in winter and, you know, outside there was a snowman. Ooh, like that would have made more sense or something like that, yeah. you know, but to have it just be the snowman saying it's cold up here. Like, yeah, that was <laughs> I, I, when I turned yeah. the page, I totally expected more story. To follow. Uh-huh, right. <laughs> but nope. Yeah. I also, like, turned the page
0: and I'm like, oh, it's the preview for the next book in the series. Uh, I thought there was going to be more. Okay.
2: <laughs> Which, again, doesn't make a lot of sense to me because I had my hairiest adventure when I was in elementary. And this is a chilling preview, but this book was released in
0: 1997.
2: Yeah. So... Uh is See, my be- preview is for how I learned to fly. So I'm guessing that my copy, because my copy doesn't look like a traditional the the goosebumps books I'm used to. Oh uh, it's from the newer run? So I think it's from like a reprint.
0: Yeah. Yeah, the the reprint run, yeah. Yep. The original number 52 would have been uh how I learned to fly.
2: Okay. That makes more sense.
1: I just realized how long it took for them to even tell her why not to go up to the mountain. Chapter six <laughs> Chapter yeah, six, dude. and it's Conrad.
0: <laughs> yep. So she doesn't believe him because he's crazy. Granted, chapter six is not far into the book. I mean, it's- just,
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: <laughs> this is like still chapter one territory in a real bu- Well, real book, yeah. I mean, in a different
2: formatted book. In, uh, in chapter nine, they foreshadow the threesome that Aunt Greta has- uh, the second, <laughs> the third sentence is Aunt Greta was bending over a carton in the small kitchen, pulling out coffee mugs and placing them in a cabinet. Ooh, <laughs> <That> a Greta. <laughs> <laughs> ooh, Greta!
0: Yes, <laughs>
1: I because I'm looking through my notes to see what kind of things I have. Oh, chapter ten. She can't he- sleep and she hears a wolf howl. Guess I'll go for a walk. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Real That's smart. i And, and not, not just that, though, but in that that whole chapter is her walking outside, getting spooked by the fucking snowmen and turning right back around and going back to the house. And then she can't get in the house because the door's locked, so she fucking has to push open the uh, window. And I thought it was funny because it was like, I pushed the window with all my might. I was surprised at how easily it opened. Well, you know, if you're starting to push it. Do you need to use all your might if it starts opening really easily? Like Yeah, if
1: it's a good window, it should go up and down very easily because it's a good window. Right.
2: I mean, you can human beings can start with all their might and then be like, "Oh, I don't need all my might." Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a few
1: other notes I have in here. Oh, here's one. Cold snow dropped in my boot, soaking my sock. All right. You lived in Chicago. We're from Michigan. We understand. And you would know to put a fucking plastic bag on your goddamn foot before you put it in the boot. (laughs) Everybody knows this if you're from the snow. Everybody.
2: I never did that, Josh.
0: Well. I never did that either. You guys are both wrong. We're (laughs) we're everybody. You're obviously not.
1: (laughs) Well, apparently I'm smarter than you guys because I didn't have a lot of wet
0: socks. You moved away from the <laughs> yeah, because I got you moved real away smart. from the snow. <laughs> I moved
2: away from the snow because you were
0: you had to wear grocery bags instead of socks. No, I
1: had, <laughs> they were over my socks, <laughs> protecting my socks from the water. From the snow that would get what would turn into water and get my <laughs> socks wet, so protected them.
0: Uh, pe- pe- people who are man enough to live in the Midwest just bear
2: wet wet socks. It's it's fine. I mean, I just had boots and snow pants that went over them. I never really got snow yeah. inside my boots. That's the point of the boots. <laughs> I
1: guess I never wore them when <laughs> the I had the, everything on, though. Yeah. Now that you think, now that I think about it, it was only when I yeah. didn't have that stuff on. Okay, that makes sense.
0: Right. Yep, snow pants go down over the boots. You don't get snow yep. down your boots unless you're like really rolling around in it.
1: And now I don't get snow anywhere because I live in a place that doesn't get snow. All right,
0: <laughs> you're just always on fire. <laughs> you're just always on fire. Good,
1: good chunk of the year, yes. Um, oh, here's another note. The cave, the cave is cut in the ice. Everyone calls it the ice cave. Hmm, good, uh, good wordplay there, bud.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Why didn't they call it the fire cave? Mm. Or you know, the and, monster cave. So, so also, I'm, I'm confused. Back to the end. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's a very confusing ending. When the snowmen, the army of snowmen, again, probably like 10 to 15 snowmen, <laughs> come up the mountain. They're like thumping up, right? And they just kind of like push they just go at the guy, this this monster that was able to pick two human beings up and dangle them over the side of a mountain, okay? And they just kind of walk towards it, and it, it flails its arms, but it still gets pushed back. You would think that it could have just, like, swiped its arm one time and wiped out all the snowmen.
0: Yeah, I don't understand how the snowmen had the power to, to subdue the big right. monster, especially with those stick arms- the, well, in
1: my when head when I was reading it in my head they were forming like a blob type of a thing like a giant what I snowman and but that's that's not why, what they did.
0: That's not what the book said. That's not what that is I thought did. in your head. Because
1: that's what how it ends it because that's how they trap him as they do that to trap him in the ice.
2: No, they don't. They push him into the <laughs> cave and they push him into the ice of the cave and then all the snowmen are fine mm-hmm like and they're cold they're cold <laughs> they want to go back down the mountain the humans aren't but the people <laughs> made of literal <laughs> ice and snow are cold it, <sighs> i didn't understand it's like weird. so they just uh, like because ice is hard i don't know if it's just if, a bad uh, book it's a bad arlstein knows this but ice is hard
1: yeah <laughs> it's not a good book Sorry, <laughs> it's just not.
2: No, it was not. I was very disappointed with this book.
0: <laughs> <sighs> At least it was on theme with our, uh, our ice and it snow and cold theme, and winter It was on theme, yes. <laughs> At the very least, it was on theme.
1: <laughs> Hopefully the next Snowman book will be a little bit better. The Abominable Snowman.
0: Depends on what ending we get.
1: Well, we'll probably get a few.
2: Yeah, we've come to the point where we do a few endings I've let go of that (laughs) after the Star Wars debacle. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm still bothered by the
0: comma after beware. It's still bothering me. Beware. Beware the snowman. snowman. Beware the snowman. This is a book that you
2: would expect it to be like Goosebumps number one that R.L. Stein wrote when he was in his 20s and, you know, he was like on acid or something like that. And he threw it together really quick and then left it somewhere <laughs> and then released it. And he's like, Oh, I'll release this in goosebumps because it's definitely doesn't sound like book 51 in the series. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that I, I had 48 goosebumps books. I had number one through number 48. Okay. And that's when I stopped getting goosebumps. So I did not make it to, to beware of the snowman. After I jumped the shark.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you did you just mention like being on drugs or whatever like Stephen King was yeah. for a certain yeah. part of his career yes like when he directed the one uh Maximum, movie. maximum Overdrive Maximum Overdrive <laughs> <laughs> this is the Maximum Overdrive of Goosebumps Maximum Overdrive is a good movie <laughs> I mean, it's well, bizarre as fuck. It's not a and it's good got, movie, but it's, it's got the voice of Lisa Simpson in it. Yeah, it's, it's a fun movie to watch. And, uh, Emilio Estevez, right? Yes, yeah. Emilio Estevez is in that. I actually want to watch it now.
1: I kind of do too.
0: Emilio Estevez, Yardley Smith. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, there's one black guy in it who's playing an arcade game and he loses and he's like, yo, mama. <laughs> <laughs> Those are like the three things I remember about that movie. Also, the Green Goblin being on the front of that truck.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like, it made no sense that the Green Goblin was on the front of that truck. And what's funny (laughs) is I I feel like whoever made the Green Goblin for the 90s Spider-Man cartoon based it off of that truck's face. Because it's literally, like, the Green Goblin from Yeah, that it's 90s very, cartoon. very similar. Yeah.
0: That's not how he appeared in the comics originally? Uh, he was close, but not but
2: not exactly like that, no. Hmm.
0: Anyways, that's Maximum Overdrive the Snowman. <laughs> yes, Maximum Overdrive <laughs> the Snowman.
1: Ugh, <laughs> uh, wish that truck would've hit that snowman. It would've been
2: quicker. <laughs> yeah, <no> shit.
0: <laughs> Alright, so, anything more to say? Do, we, if, uh... If our kids are reading Goosebumps, do we recommend this
2: to our kids? No, as part of the series. No. no.
1: Nope. Skip this one.
2: I would. I would love for them to see Goosebumps books, but yeah, not this one.
0: Did they make an episode out of this one? Probably not. I don't think so. I've never heard about it. I doubt it. Well, we'll check up on that. And if so, we'll watch it for the reiterated episode. But
1: if not, we'll watch Maximum Overdrive.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we'll just watch Maximum Overdrive. (laughs) There we go. (laughs) It's a good compromise. (laughs) Okay.
1: So yeah, next time... uh... Getting ready. I'm, I'm excited to read uh, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe again. I haven't read it in a few years, so be good to revisit that one.
2: I've never read it, so that's going to be never interesting read it. for me. Nope. Yeah.
0: The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe from the Chronicles of Narnia series by C.S. Lewis coming up next week.
1: Now, did you not read it because of the religious undertones?
0: (laughs) I didn't
2: know that it had religious undertones when I was a kid. No, I didn't read it because, like I say, at some point I started reading Stephen King books, and I kind of, you know, once you go there, it's kind of hard to read children's books anymore. (laughs) (laughs) At least when you're a kid, because you're like, whoa, there's way cooler stuff. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, and the Lion the Witch and the Wardrobe was literally written for children, so <laughs> we yeah. know that that's a kids book for sure.
0: Hmm. And we'll uh, we'll get our Turkish delights, be munching on it, and talking about Jesus lions and
1: Aslan, <laughs>
0: and <laughs> and uh, yeah, all that all that good fun stuff.
1: Yeah, I'm excited. I I remember it being a fun fun read, and the movie's all right. Yeah,
2: the movie is all right. Yeah. I haven't seen the movie either. Didn't see the movie either. Well, no, because the movie came out after everybody told me that it had a bunch of religious undertones, and I'm like, eh, I'm gonna dip out <laughs> on that. But <laughs> right. I'll be like, watch it. it
0: <laughs> now, I will say that the movie doesn't get heavy-handed on yeah. the religious stuff. It's just okay. if you know, you know. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's it's that kind of thing. So it's not overt. Well, so yeah. I mean, I'm sure I'll watch it if we're gonna end up watching it for the re- reiterated episode. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. We'll talk all about it next episode. All righty. So, yeah. Sounds great. Well, guys,
2: I'd like to get out of here because it's cold.
0: Get out of here. It's cold. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> can, we, can we go yet? It's can cold.
2: We, can we go yet? Yeah, it's cold right here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, Josh. Hey, what? Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> Then come back to Michigan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: because it was spring on Saturday and now it's winter again. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's been 70 every day here for the past week and a half. so <laughs>
2: I'm all right with it. Was, it was nice the other day. It was like, oh man, it's like 40s, you know, almost 50 degrees. It feels good. It feels good. And then I woke up this morning, I looked outside, I'm like, what in the fuck is that? <laughs> it snowed all day. Yeah, this...
0: <laughs> this morning, yeah, what the fuck. We had fresh load of snow all, yep. all over everything. It was gross. Just as it was all melting.
1: I had frost on my window. <laughs> oh nice. <laughs> yeah. so that happens sometimes.
0: Get the old scraper out. Cancel school. Yup. It's a it's a frigid one out there. Yup. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Everybody drive safe. Give a shit. Read some lit. Have a good one.
1: Nakor Meek. Haven't you used that already? Maybe. It's Inuit. I figured it still was fine, but thanks, everybody.
0: This has been Reliterated, a production of the Chocolate Milk Friends and part of the 989 Podcast Network. If you enjoy our show, please consider giving us support by subscribing, recommending us to your book-reading, podcast-listening, 90s nostalgic friends, and most importantly... Rating and reviewing us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Audible Podcasts, and Spotify. Did I mention we really want some Spotify ratings right now? Your ratings and reviews go a long way towards getting us in the ears of new listeners. You're also invited to join the growing, reliterated community on Facebook, Twitter, Reddit, TikTok, YouTube, and Instagram. And if you really want to get nuts, we have a Discord too. So, bing us and join us in this nonsense. If you have a book suggestion for a future episode or have questions for us, send us an email at reliterated at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.